So, Simon, I like how most guests on the podcast <laughs> will stop and look around the room, but you just go right ahead and stick your tongue out and start grabbing all my stuff. And, of course, he is grabbing. What are you Fear. grabbing there? Do you know who that is? No. Does he look like a good guy or a bad guy? A bad guy. Yeah. That's He's Pyramid Head. Guy. He's a bad guy. What's Pyramid Head? He's a bad guy from a video game. And what does he do? What do you think he does? Um, fight people. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fall. <laughs> and, and he defeats some people. Yeah, he'll defeat you pretty bad if you let him. <laughs> He's um, bad news. Will, you, will he stab him with that sword? Maybe. Or stab him with that sword? Yeah, but in one of the games, you can steal that sword and get him with it. Steal this sword? No, the sword, not the spear. Big one. The big one, that giant oversized one. All right, all right, come here. You're just breaking everything. <laughs> yeah, come sit. I didn't break that guy. Oh, you're right. You're right. He's okay. Okay, so you just made a pipe cleaner anyway. <laughs> yeah, he's he can, he's breaking. He can be put back together. Well, that is so. Does this look like a mouth? Yeah. So that see that light? Yeah. <laughs> that light means that that's recording, and you can see. When you talk, you'll see your voice up there. Go ahead and talk. Say something. Daddy. See? That's you saying daddy. Isn't that cool? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't think he knows what to think about this. <laughs> Hi, we are Buddies in Space. You are? S. Michael Smith, and you are? M. Michael Karasi. And who are you? Um, What's your name, little boy? Um, Simon Karasi. That's right. Yeah. And, and how old are you? Four and a half. That's right. right. And how old did the lady at Target think you were today? Do you remember? The cashier was like, is, Can is I guess? Yeah, go ahead now. I, I guess seven. Yeah. She goes, is he seven? I'm like, ha! hey, tell her how old you are, kid. <laughs> how, how old are... No, I was talking about Target. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, this is our penultimate episode of Buddies in Space. So our big 100th final episode will be the next big, episode. The big party episode is the next episode. That's right. But, hey, nope. so, where, where are you going? All right. Get one of those. You want to get one of the brush? Okay, here, let me get it for you. Come here. Hey, try to sit. <laughs> no, wait, I, I got this. Well, we're going to talk to each other. <laughs> oh, okay. Can you, I need you to stay seated here so the microphone can pick you up, okay? Okay. <laughs> um, hey. Yeah, so. A couple of brush heads. Brushing each other's heads. I can't that get you to brush out. my keyboard for me, but you'll brush <laughs> brush the other brush with it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and my son. Do you like cleaning things? Um, um yeah, because I clean the bathroom. You clean the bathroom? He helped yeah. mommy clean wow. the bathroom. That's right. That's a uh, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> I, it's hard. To, I I even have a hard time cleaning the bathroom, man. That's uh yeah. We've been impressive. we we were in your bathroom uh, <laughs> washing your hands after touching the snakes while you were gone. We know you have a hard time cleaning your bathroom. <laughs> Whoa, you <laughs> melted their bristles together. <laughs> and I make the head right there and the head on top. Yeah, they're two headed. So yeah, oh so uh, as part of penultimate episode, I thought it'd be fun to be joined by uh, a, 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 a member of the podcasting family that has not made it on here yet. Well, he's just gonna keep talking over me. So. <laughs> Simon was on here very briefly for like I spliced him in for like twenty seconds when he was like a baby. 
<laughs> we'll we'll make this a, the, the the image for this. Yeah, there's going to be the image. <laughs> it's the combined keyboard. You were just having a ball with that. It's like it's kind of how Velcro works, you know. <laughs> I will stick to does your Velcro. Hey, what? <laughs> that's that's my crotch. Why are you stabbing me in the crotch with this? Get it wants to. I now look like I have a weird bent yellow member. Anyway, um... <laughs> you're so crazy about my face machine. <laughs> it's a face machine. Yeah, face and makes faces. Oh, it kind of looks like a yellow mustache. Yeah. Let me see it. Let me see it. Nah, my, you have a yellow mustache. <laughs> no, it goes like the echo. It goes like... Pew, 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 and then it makes face, and then it goes apart. Did you get all that, Mike? I did. Okay. There'll be a quiz And then it comes apart. And it makes these guys. Oh, it's like a Transformer? Or like Voltron? Or Power Rangers? It's it's the yellow... These are never going to work again. The yellow brush ranger. So I thought it would be fun to have you on, and I thought maybe we would do, for posterity... Slash bribery when you're an adult, Simon. Ah! I thought we would do a dramatic reading of the book you and I wrote. Do you remember what the name of this book was? Uh, like the skeleton? Yeah, do you remember that one with the mummies? <laughs> remember what it was called? Uh, like the skeletons. That's not the name. The name of it was Gay Gay the Baby. Gay Gay the Baby. Gay Gay the Baby. Simon has a word that he came up with, Gay Gay, that he named our Roomba. Gay gay. Mm-hmm. So I get, you know, messages on my watch at work that says gay gay completed a job. Just, you know, semi awkward for me. Uh, just try to explain to anyone if they see it. Uh, but he uses gay gay and bebe quite a bit, and they're just made up words. He doesn't have a meaning for them that I can tell. So we did write this book. So I uh, I, I let him draw the pictures, cocky. and then All right. no gay gay's name is Cocky the gay gay. Cocky the gay gay the baby. So who's the bebe? <laughs> The baby is part of part of the gay gay. So, cocky is the name of the gay gay, and baby is part of him. Yeah. Okay. The mythology of this is just very rich and complex. And it's, very, it's very deep. That. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're gonna your mind's gonna be blown. <laughs> There's a circular like Greek uh, heroic cycle nature to this. I, I yeah, I'm All already right. getting that sense. All right. So. You ready? Yeah. We're going to let Uncle Smike... Uh, you read let... it? Oh, you, want, you want to read it? You want me to read it? Yeah, yeah Uncle Smike's okay. going to read it in a dramatic voice. All right, this is what you guys wrote. Uh, one, is this chapter one or just yeah, one? This, I, yeah, I just put a one there. Book one? Be... Sure. Volume one? It's one of thousands. <laughs> one. A monster got killed and then he turned into a skeleton. His name was... Gay Gay the baby! <laughs> he rose out of the ground. <laughs> and in the distance, he saw a spooky haunted castle. And if you look, it, turn it over. What? What's well, a castle up there? It's a castle. Is that the castle? Yeah, and that's the skeleton. The skeleton. And he's like, looks like there's a road going up to the castle. Yeah. It's the first time he ever drew a road. I was pretty it, impressed. It is yeah. a, a road. It's a road. Everything. Is it the road less traveled? Ah, I can't get out. You can't erase it with your keyboard nope. brushes. 
This is 100% illustrated by Simon Cross. You see, right. it makes, see, it makes faces. Uncle Smike's going to read more of your book. We, we can in no way compete with the, the, the two-headed brush yeah. keyboard <laughs> tool. We're going to go back in our sleeping pace. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. He's got to go all the way around. <laughs> they can have a nap there. Good there night, guys. Go. Have a good sleep. They go down. They go down. All right, you ready for Uncle Mike to read more? Yeah. All right, going back to uh, uh, cocky, gay, gay, the baby. I'm not sure that's canon. I'm pretty sure he's uh, that's retconning the name. Well, okay. I'm pretty sure. I'm just trying to be you know true to the author's intent. I think we should adhere strictly to the manuscript. Okay. Personally. So continuing one. Yes, this is still one. We're still on one. He walked down the road and excitedly entered the castle. The owl wasn't written in. I, I was just, I, I kind of, that was an ad lib reaction. You took a creative liberty. I, I get it. He was looking forward to seeing the mummies who were his classmates. Ah. So he's like buddies with mummies. Yeah, he is. So because that could be us, you know, mummies in space. Mummy. <laughs> For we what should, episode uh, we only? Rebrand. Mummies in space. <laughs> Mike, you've you beat me to the punch. That's that's why we're ending the podcast. Damn it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just edit that out and pretend okay. I didn't do it. Okay. And here's another another picture. So can you do you remember what this picture is of? Us uh What's happening in that picture? I think I know what it is. Should Uncle Smite guess? Mm-hmm. Is it a doorway? Is he in the doorway to the castle? Nah. Nah. Yeah, yeah that, that's what you that said. Is? That's okay. what you said. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, because you drew the road. It is the road. And, this, and that's the, 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 the door, door of the castle. That's exactly what you told me it was. No, it was not. It was the castle. Yeah, it's a door in the castle. No, it wasn't. All right, either way, he's entering the castle. Okay, entering the castle through a, a hole. Right, that, that is... The castle hole. Castle? <laughs> All right, so, so uh, baby... Gay Gay the Baby yes. is in the castle hole. Correct. That is at the end of the road. Th- correct. All right. Uh, continuing again, one. <laughs> Soon the skeleton found the mummies. Yay! That, that, another round. I, I'm sorry. Okay. Uncle Smike's excited. Yeah, I am. I want to know what happens to the mummies here. You won't see this coming. They were looking for a lost treasure that they didn't know where to find. What? That's why it's lost. Oh, I guess that's... The mummy king found. Mm. Well, you're, you're, Don't ruin you're it. You're really skipping ahead here. Yeah, you got you to let Uncle Smite greet yeah. it. Yeah. I'm just telling him. All right. The treasure consisted of other mummies holding a lot of coffins. You're a very loud water drinker. <laughs> <laughs> Even louder than me, and that's impressive. And that's really impressive, yeah. That is really impressive. All right. So I, I'm just trying to you know visualize yeah. this. Uh, the treasure is other mummies holding a lot of coffins. I, you know what? I uh, I couldn't get a clear answer on this. So he was extemporizing. It's very mysterious. It's very mysterious, and it will what not come back. Be in those coffins. There will be no explanation of that, Mike. Just brace yourself. All right, I'm looking at the picture here. It looks like uh, we got we got Gay Gay here, and we got a couple of his mummy f- friends. <laughs> yeah, not bad for four year old mummy mummies, right? So that's a- yeah, yeah, that's, that's baby skeleton. That's gay, gay, the baby skeleton. the skeleton. No, that's only a skeleton. Right. Okay. Okay. Sure. It's not really him entirely. It's right. Just a it's just a skeleton. That's fair. And the mummies are right here. Yes, in the castle. 
And the castle. Where the skeleton is. Where the skeleton is. And the castle where the skeleton is. Oh, there's a lot of words here. So wait, wait, before you go on. So Simon, I want to ask, what were you thinking at this point? Did you know where the story was going? Or did were you making it up as you went? I was making it up what uh, I went. Okay. Like all great stories. That's right. So so would you say the story wrote itself or that you wrote the story? Wrote the story? <laughs> Good enough. Good answer. I like that. Okay, continuing on. Well, one here. Like the skeleton, the mummies were also bad guys. I didn't know these were bad guys. Twist. That's a twist. It's an M. Night Shyamalanian twist. Don't you insult my son like that. Okay, I'm sorry. This is much better than those twists. <laughs> uh, the mummies were also bad guys, so they let him help them look for the treasure. So they're bad guys, mm-hmm. but because they're all bad guys, uh-huh. they get along. They're, That's right. They're, they're friends. They're bad guy friends. And classmates. Bad yeah. buddies. And and the, and the mummy king is that too. We haven't gotten to the mummy king yet. Stop I keep doing this foreshadowing about the mummy king. Hints, hints that there might be a, a, a kid. He's a master somewhere. storyteller. You really want to drink all my water? Okay, right. here you go. Oh, here it is. Just then, the king of the mummies used his magical powers to find the treasure. You can have all the Boom. rest. Oh, thank you. The tiny drop of water you left—that's all mine. A tiny drop. <laughs> yeah, you drank whole glasses where you left me. Um, but all of that in <laughs> a big circle. Thank you, you goofball. Guys, you're missing that the king, the mummy king. I'm sorry. Just found the treasure. I'm sorry, and just he like, was like that, boom. Just didn't need your help. Didn't need. Didn't need Gay Gay to be there. But boom, there's the but treasure. But you're, you're welcome to stay. Yeah. I wanted the. He's got to read the rest. All right. I didn't know the treasure was already here. The mummy king said, laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. I think he. I think he knew. I think he's just being. Modest. Oh, you think like that? I didn't know. I didn't know. Seriously. Oh, look, there it is. Surprise. No, keep reading. The treasure had been hard to find because it was hidden in a magical box that was invisible. What? And required magical powers to see. And that is a tough treasure to find. I told you. I mean, you could have like you could have found it and then not even known that you found. Get it. a tripped over and been like, what did tripped I just trip over? over? Yeah. A good guy, a, a good guy, laid hidden in it, and there. No, it's bad handwriting. Okay, a good guy had hidden it and then raced out of the castle. Ah, so it had been hidden by a good guy, who broke into the castle solely for the purpose of hiding their treasure in their own castle. It must have been a really big box. Yeah, I'm imagining it. Well, or, it's apparently the, a coffin. Or the mummies and coffins were tiny. Yes. Again, uh, couldn't get know, a straight answer on that. Ant-Man and the Wasp, I, I don't know. I don't know so was it, were they big mummies holding a skeleton, or holding a coffin, was that the treasure? Or um, were th- um, um, they were holding um, the coffin, and, and there were more mummies in. Was this, a, was this like a quantum realm sort of thing? Just say quantum realm. Um, quantum realm. Quantum realm. Realm. Perfect. There we go. Nice. There we go. It's going to all tie in. Whenever you the, don't know the answer to something, just say quantum realm. It's going to all tie into the MCU eventually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're laying the groundwork for your MCU. Uh, hey, don't, no, don't touch that button. <laughs> don't touch that button. That makes it stop hearing us. <laughs> and here we go. We got, another, <laughs> we got another picture. And uh, Don't I, touch that button. Is this, that is? is this the Mummy King? Yeah, that's, he got a crown. Yeah, that's that's right. the Mummy King. He's big, isn't he? 
Yeah, and what's what's he holding? Do you remember? A really st- a big staff, and that and the oh, treasure like the treasure was in it, and then all the treasure falls out. <laughs> <laughs> They're intricate drawings. It's, I think this is a, a top view, and these are the heads of the the other mummies. Yeah, the, the coffin is yeah. And they're just falling. Stuff is falling out. Treasure is just the coffins are are just piling Pour, out of pouring this. out treasure. Um, no, I didn't draw. I didn't draw. Um, um, I didn't draw a page of it. You didn't draw what? Didn't draw a page of that. Oh, you didn't draw that on it. Yeah. Okay. So every drawing has to be a single page. Okay. Yeah. No, that's okay, buddy. We're uh we're kind of interpreting. Yeah. It's good. It's like it's like um, mummy treasure. Slot machine paying off there. Sure. In, in Mummy so Vegas. <laughs> we're still in one. We're still only in one. Yeah, I know. I should have put a two. I get it. <laughs> just then, Harry the dog appeared. We Who just, is this Harry the dog? We just started reading the Harry the dog books like that the day before. All right. Is this copyright infringement? Because I don't uh, know. For, for pretty it. sure it's a different Harry the dog. Okay. It's different. It could be. It could be. This could be. You know, fanfic, and it could be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all right. He was a magical dog that belonged to the mummies. What? I, mummies can have dogs? This is all news to me. Was he a mummy dog? Um, yeah, he was. Okay. Oh, okay. That makes sense. He could also talk. Mm-hmm. Could all the mummies talk? Yeah, they could. Uh, They're mummies, Uncle Smike. Obviously, they can talk. I didn't know mummies could talk. I thought they just, like, made sounds. The mummy. <laughs> Kind of sound. That sounds more like a zombie to me. What do you think? Yeah, it does. <laughs> okay. I, apparently, I can speak fluent zombie, and I didn't realize. Yeah, and you know what? There's a lot of angry zombie listeners right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really didn't mean whatever. What I just you just said. said about their mothers was pretty rough. All right. He and this is talking about Harry the dog still. Mm-hmm. He was white with black spots. Aw, that's a cute dog. Exactly like Harry the dog. <laughs> okay. Very except the mummy. Right. Obviously, that's, so, a, I mean, that's a big, significant difference. There's your out. The mummies petted Harry the dog. What are you doing here? Asked the mummy king. What are you doing here? What are you doing here, Harry? <laughs> you cute little hairy dog. What are you doing here? No, no, no. He's actually the other mummy. Yeah, oh, okay. it's very confusing. He's actually talking to another mummy, but he didn't tell me that till later. So I didn't write it in. Oh, okay. So the mummies are petting the dog. Right. And the, king, the king's like, what are you what guys are you doing, doing here? here? Exactly. And we're like, we're, we're petting the, the dog. Yeah, I think the picture really captures that quite nicely. All right. We got a, a mummy with a, like a creepy Super long, long hand yeah. petting the, yeah. the dog. This is obviously hairy because he's white with black spots. Yeah. And a black tail. And that... Maybe black ears. <laughs> yeah. And there's the king again with his crown. And his staff. His bling. He's got, he's got to have his bling. All right. And his ribs. Oh, that's what those are. Ribs. Oh, yes. Yeah, he's got a four-pack yes. there. Did they definitely look like ribs? They definitely look like ribs. Now that, <laughs> now that you say that. Still on one. Yep. I get it. I'm just petting your dog, one of the mummy said. Like, I'm just petting oh the dog, God. man. So we died made you kill. Oh, right. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We all did. We all made you the king of the mummies. Okay, uh, now this, this is trouble, because the king's got in between... The mummy and the dog. He's like, no. He really looks like he's pushing them apart. He does. Yeah. Is like, he pushing no, the mummy the away from the, the dog? You don't get the pet Harry. Is the king saying, no, you can't pet the, the dog? No. 
he's just saying oh and 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 it made it and I kind of like made it funny because he like, looks like he's mad but and but I made it to look like he's he's happy. Twist. <laughs> The king does look a little bit happy. He does look. He's very But he's, he's definitely shoving Shove this guy's that head. Guy, like, like, get, my dog. My dog. King of the mummies here. My dog. Stone one. Oh my god. I'm going to write a damned <laughs> two in. The, gonna, the skeleton. Gonna, oh, we're talking about the skeleton again. I'm going to write on your head. He's going to write a two on your head. There's plenty of room on there. Yeah, there is. Oh. Uncle Spike's got I've a good drawing. I've seen the frighteners. I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, you'll you'll watch it eventually. You'll watch that with Daddy. Daddy love loves frighteners. The skeleton decided that he liked the mummies. Yeah, these guys are cool. They got a dog. They got a king. They, they got, got treasure. magic, and they got treasure. What's not to like? Haunted castle. Haunted cat. I mean, that's just the icing on the cake here. Icing on the cake. That's yeah. a funny thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna mold. Is that a mold? <laughs> he also had magical powers. The, the the skeleton had magical mm -hmm. powers, and he used them to turn himself into a mummy. Because mummies are so cool. I mean, really, all he had to do is wrap himself in bandages. No, magically, magic, magic bandages, right? Magical bandages. Yeah, yeah. I never come off them. So, can you make the sound that his magic made when he turned himself from a skeleton into a mummy? Then did he wrap his hands around like that too? Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Is that is that why you're a mummy now? Whoa. <laughs> you just turned you just turned us both into mummies. <laughs> uh, no. oh, zombie. zombie again. Sorry. Okay, oh, we're, we're back. back. We're back. Thanks. No more magic. Stop magicking us. Stop magicking us. Stop <laughs> it. Oh, but you could still see some of his bones. So they were, like, kind of poking through. Yep. He needed to kind of, you know, retain his individuality. All right. He's a bony bony mummy. I'm not getting to the picture yet. Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> then the mummy slash skeleton. Oh, no, there's no slash here. Mummy dash skeleton. Mummy skeleton. Mummy skeleton. Decided that he wanted to be the boss of the king of the mummies. The Ooh. long title. Yeah. That's, that's, that's ballsy. I know. <laughs> that's what he looked. Like. Yeah, he looks like he looks so scary. Yeah, because he turned into a mummy, and then he was a skeleton, and then he was a mummy. But he still got the big, long, bony fingers and toes, right? Yeah. Those are his bones sticking out. And the head. And the skeleton head. Bony teeth head. And the teeth. Yeah, he he is a scary looking mummy. Yeah. I think the king might be a little afraid of this guy, maybe. But we'll find out. You'll find out. The king of the mummies gave the mummy skeleton a crown and a staff. <laughs> now the boss and the king look like twins. <laughs> Aww. Look. I got the pink. Oh, oh, they do look like. I can't tell which one's which. Which one's which? Which one's the skeleton? They mummy? look the same. That one. <laughs> and that's the mummy king. Yeah. You can tell the difference because um, the skeleton mummy, who's the boss, right. has a longer Slightly stick. longer staff, yeah. yeah. As the boss of the king of the mummies. No, no, right. they have the same size. Well, this one looks a little, it's a little bit longer. Maybe part of it's off the bottom and you can't see it? <coughs> Do you really want to have this argument with a four-year-old? 
You're welcome to. No, I, I think size doesn't really matter in this case. <laughs> All right, I think there's one page left. There's one page left. We're still on one. <laughs> I'm going to destroy you. And then write, carve two into your <laughs> giant gleaming head. So they put a crown on top of the castle. What? That must be the biggest crown in the world. You gotta find out. <laughs> ah, and that is the end of the story. Okay. Is there a picture of the big giant yeah. crown? Of course there is. Whoa. That's a, that's a castle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a giant crown. And he drew these in, and I assume it's like Crazy Rich Asians, where it's like a giant boat going across multiple buildings. This is like a bridge going across multiple spires of the cr- castle and now, crown. And now we have a, a golden road. And is that the yellow brick road? It could be. Is this the yellow brick road, like in Wizard of Oz? This is the only color in the whole story that you colored in. Mm, um, um, it's only the color. No, not on the 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 yellow thing in the parking lot. We go through the yellow, th- like the lines on the ground. Yeah, the line. Oh, and what's yeah. this? There's just a sort of random. Is spiggle. it a snake? Is I hope it's a snake. It looks like a flying snake. It's not anything I see. <laughs> okay. Can it be a snake? It's not setting up a sequel? Can it, can it be a, a mummy <laughs> just snake? just nodded at me really, like, quietly. It's a, I, it's a mummy rat going off. Oh, a oh. mummy rat flew off one of the mummies. Aww. Wow, that's, that's a nice touch. Wow, that is. That's a good ending for yeah, it. Yeah, that's a nice, like, whoosh. Wow. Just blowing away. Mummy rap grew on the mummy. Oh, good. They grew back. So, do you think Uncle Smike did a good job reading your story? We, wow. Well, on a scale you. of one to a hundred, what would you give Uncle Smike? Would you give him a ten, a twenty, a thirty, a forty? I'm, 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 I'm really impressed. I'm gonna make him a, a picture. Oh, do you have to go draw it right now? Yeah. Right. So are you Are you done with your podcast appearance, then, buddy? <laughs> Can you come here and say goodbye to everyone? Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> I think you got that one. Oh, yeah. That'll be the only one I don't have to adjust the audio of. <laughs> now I can make you a present. All right. Now I can make Good job. You Thank you. So he's really excited to draw for you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many drawings I might get out of that. Uh, I'm going to say at least two. Probably, yeah. Probably more than that. Probably more, yeah. But I think he likes to do double-sided ones. Yes, he does. And he likes to draw a lot. So <laughs> so I look forward to uh, seeing the drawings. Hey, we have booze we can finally drink. We do. Now, mm. the, now that the kid's gone. Kid's gone. The booze comes out. All right. You ready for this? Is it gonna, do you think it'll smell or it tastes as good as it smells? Uh, man, I hope so. It smells delicious. Mmm. That is smooth. You are not kidding. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> that's that's a sipper. <laughs> oh my gosh! So it so so tell the story again. To, to okay, the audience yeah. So time. we were uh, we were in Toronto again recently, uh, the wife and I. And <coughs> excuse me, let's <laughs> get my get my chest. Uh, I think it did that to Eric. My, <laughs> my chest cold is is getting activated by the alcohol. Whoa. Um. Wah. <clears throat> <laughs> so we were in Toronto again, uh, just recently, and we went to this place called the Distillery District, which is mostly just a bunch of shops and some restaurants. Very cool, trendy spot. Yeah, it's a cool, trendy spot. It's been there for a few years. Um, 
But this time there's a, a new distillery there. <laughs> there's a, like the an sake, actual distillery. That's where the sake brewery is. Yeah, there's there, a sake right? brewery there, um, which I would not call a distillery because they don't really distill it. They brew it. They brew it, mm-hmm. yes. Um, but this is a, a, a the Spirit of York distillery. Uh, they make, they have a, a, a gin, a vodka, an aquavit, uh, I think a, a, a <coughs> excuse me, uh, a, a whiskey. Mm-hmm. And this was something new that they, they just come out with recently. Um, and this is a, a hawthorn berry and, and I think maple syrup also yep. infused gin. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what sort of crazy magic they they use to to put all this together but my gosh it smells wonderful and it is mm. uh it is, it is very smooth for a uh 35% alcohol spirit <laughs> yeah and for since they were modeling this on their take on slow gin this is substantially better to drink yeah i'm not sure what to do with it yet but we're drinking it neat mm-hmm. and uh it is is quite a, a, a taste Adventure. I was wondering if it would go good in that bitter soda you got me. That might overwhelm it. Hmm. I don't know. It is damn tasty. Maybe just soda with it. I don't know. Something something real simple. Yeah. I don't even know if I want to put tonic with this. Yeah, I don't think tonic would work. Yeah. Something something Mm -hmm. nice and light. Yeah. I mean, maybe a super light tonic. Not like a fever tree. You know what? Tea. Yes, this kind of does taste like tea already. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would go super nice with some tea. Like hot tea? Like a hot Maybe. toddy? Sure. Could make this a killer hot toddy. Good lord, yes. <laughs> Good lord, I will take that. <laughs> yes, sir. sir. Yes, sir. Please. Indeed. I've got a fever and I need a hot <laughs> toddy. Mm. <laughs> As we go back to our sipping. But it is only available at the actual distillery. Um, they they do sell their uh, their other products at the LCBO, which is the the Ontario liquor stores. Mm-hmm. They're state state run, I guess mm-hmm. somehow. Um, yeah, it's not uncommon for states to run the liquor stores. Sorry, province run. I think. <laughs> well, yes, you're right. Yes, but the, the municipalities or yes. whatever. It's rare. I mean, it seems weird to me being mostly a New Yorker from my entire for almost my entire life. Yeah, but. Like, even in this country, there are state-run liquor stores. Yes, there are. And it's, yeah, some states do. Um, and some states have much much more lax liquor laws than New York. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there are You can buy wine you in your grocery really store yeah, go, well, in California. Just wine. Yeah, I know, but There still, are plenty of other states that I've been to where you can buy, like, hard liquor in, in grocery stores. I'll take a dozen eggs <laughs> and some milk for my kid and a fifth of whiskey. Yeah, and I think uh, Wegmans has been pushing to sell wine, but our, um, and and maybe even harder spirits, but it's not. Uh, yeah, they're on opposite ends of the Pittsburgh Plaza. Yeah, <laughs> their yeah. stories. They figure out a way around it, sort of. Sort of. Well, the food and wine center was their big triumph for getting around that law. Hmm. Like they managed to get food and liquor, but it's like a grocery stores. I don't know. It's it's very apparently they had to rewrite state law to even get that going. <laughs> Danny Wegman, man, when he wants something. Uh, speaking of grocery books. stores, whoa! My my longtime prediction, prediction is yeah. finally is finally coming true. It's kind of sad. It's exciting uh, that you're right, and sad that it happens. Yeah, uh, they are closing the uh, the Parenton Tops, which I have frequently gone to when I need something in a hurry <laughs> because there's never because there's nobody there. anybody there. <laughs> 
uh, and I, you know, I've been saying for a couple of years at least yeah, now, definitely. how is this place still open? And Tops is like, oh, how? Wait, yeah, how Wait is that still minute, open? How is this still open? <laughs> you, you, sir, Mr. Smike, thank uh, you. Close this shit down. Well, yeah, my mother-in-law is very bummed because she has for years shopped at the Tops in Geneva. Oh, yeah, that's another one they're closing. And yeah. then, you know, she's going to like, she dislikes going to Wegmans so much that she will probably drive to another town to go to Aldi. <laughs> Which is a very weird shopping experience if you're not used to Aldi. You ever shopped at an Aldi? Yeah, yeah, I've been yeah, it, it feels like you're in another country. Yes, <laughs> with I mean for good reason, but yeah. there's like just a, like a handful of things that are brand name, but most of them are not, or they're brand names you've never heard of. Right. No, mm-hmm. and they're somehow related to Trader Joe's. It's um, a long, crazy story. Yeah, they it's were like brothers, brothers or something. Yeah, yeah. they're falling out, and yeah, it's an interesting story. Not as crazy as the Converse Puma story, where there's like accusations of like drafting the other one, like huh. crazy. That's a and the whole the whole town's divided somewhere Converse and somewhere Puma. So that's a, <laughs> but it's it often when you look it up, it often gets compared to that's another German brother huh. story of two rival similar industry. You know. And we've got a, a, a crazy local story brewing here in Oh, Fairport. yeah, I was going to send that out. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I really am afraid that they're going to close down because I really like Fairport Brewing. Yeah, the uh, the Fairport Brewing Company is having internal problems. The uh, Tim, I forget what his last name is, it begins with a G, mm-hmm. Gar- Garmin or something. But Garmin, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's I being guess sued. Being sued by his minority stakeholder. I think he holds like 51 or something. It's, it's like 51 to 49. 51 yep. to 49. Uh, the minority stakeholder is very upset. I think Tim has... Um, Allegedly of, done some not great stuff. Yeah. Uh, among the, among them, <laughs> unfortunately, because I really like this product, the is, kombucha. Uh, is putting the, more focus onto his kombucha line. And using the Fairport Brewing equipment to make kombucha, but not like in any way reimbursing Fairport Brewing. Right. So somehow that's he's done he's done that as kind of a separate startup, but I'm not really sure right. how that's But using the stuff that he and his former best friend, I guess, had started together. So, <laughs> you know, we'll see how it shakes out. But it really seems... Uh, there's a lot of circumstantial evidence pointing to the fact that his friend, the minority stakeholder, has a pretty good case yeah. against him. And apparently they have not been doing well already. The Fairport Brewing, not necessarily the kombucha end. Okay. Because that to, seems like it's doing really well. Because I see that. No, but I, I see it everywhere around. I know. No, I'm it's, talking about Fairport Brewing. It seems to be selling pretty well. Have you ever could be wrong. been to the Fairport Brewing Company? Yeah, I've, I've been in there. Yeah, it's, when we were sat outside in the summer and listened to music. And I have not done that. It's like a really cool experience. spot in the summer. Yeah. And I'm re- really sad if it closes down. Yeah. And they tried to move it, but then they got shot down by the um, by the village. For whatever reason, I don't know. Then Tim tried to get a, a bunch of people to petition and mm-hmm. get on his side, and I guess that didn't work out. I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's a mess, and we might not have a Fairport Brewing <clears throat> Company. That corner is cursed. <laughs> I'm still mad about the the cellar door. Oh, the cellar door. Yeah, right next oh. door to it, uh, under it, partially under it. Mm. So you, uh, I would like to do a bit, I'd, I'd like to end this, and this is our penultimate episode of Buddies in Space, and we have our big blowout final new episode. We will be airing older episodes, <clears throat> by the way. I did okay. contact our producer, and he has kind of a plan to keep us going, kind of post-mortem for a while. <laughs> so there'll be a shambling zombie, <laughs> zombie in space kind of thing, yeah, because he didn't produce, 
and Air, our original couple. Like there's oh. a dozen out there that we kind of did scattershot okay. over a course of months. Maybe they're, they'll turn out to be brilliant. <laughs> I, don't I wouldn't hold my breath. I think <laughs> we talked about Cloud Atlas in one of them. Pretty sure the title is David Lynch meet Cloud Atlas. A little, I don't have to go back dated to there. Yeah, a little dated. A <laughs> little five years ago. Uh, but, yeah, so I would like to do a little bit of a retrospective. But you did ask for an extension on this episode because did you have an interesting experience at work? No, ah. <laughs> I know. Uh, I thought it might be set up. I, I got a, a surprise workshop, mm-hmm. not in a good way. It's like the, the on on Tuesday afternoon, I received um, or Monday afternoon. I Monday afternoon. Yeah. When the hell? I, my, my time is all messed up. <laughs> Monday afternoon, I get this email saying, looking forward to seeing you in this workshop tomorrow. I, I, oh, I did not sign up for a workshop tomorrow. I don't know what this is. Uh, turns out that my boss signed some of us up for a workshop. And didn't tell you? Didn't tell anyone. Wow. Um, That's a good boss. Yeah, there, there are some issues. You know, nobody's happy about that. About And it's like a day-long workshop. Ooh, it's yeah, not just a, is, you know, you have to be here for 30 minutes or an that hour. That is not something it's you like, just casually drop. It's like, this is your drop. day. Jesus. So, yeah, he dropped it. And this is, uh, for a lot of the people I work with, this is an extremely busy time because school's just starting. And uh, that's, you know, those those are our clients. Poor the, show. The school districts. Poor show. Anyway, the workshop was uh, something about, it was on communication skills. I forget what the, communication and collaboration or collaborative communication. I think that was it. And you read that to mean... I was like, oh, we're going to do some improv stuff. And you, well, did, we didn't. No. <laughs> did you just sit in a circle and sing Kumbaya? No, we didn't do anything in the circle. We, we broke off in groups and did stuff, but it was all, you know, there was, there was no, like, exercises that were, you know. No, wait. Was this one I, of those? I was, I was a little, little bummed out. Okay. Is this one of those situations where certain people in your department aren't talking, and so the manager throws together a workshop and tells the instructor, hey, make sure you do exercises to repair these people up and force them to talk? Because I've seen that before. I don't think it went that far. It might okay. have been, you know, some people. I, I don't have any problems with anyone, but, you know, I'm pretty quiet. So maybe that's why I got. Maybe it was for you. <laughs> I don't know. Let's build a workshop and a bunch of people have to go, but it's really for Smike. Yeah. There are some people in there that, you know, definitely have serious communication issues. <laughs> uh, I'd like to think I'm not one of them, but who knows? Who knows what perceptions are? Maybe I was thrown in to balance it out. Yeah, I'll they just were keep like, telling you know myself that. We got to put Smike in there, or else <laughs> the people who are bad at communicating are going to know it's just them. Yeah, so got to mix it up with Smike, who's an excellent communicator. When I think excellent communication skills, I think of my direct report as <laughs> Michael Smith. <laughs> is what your boss said. Probably not, but again, I'm going to keep telling myself that. Nothing wrong with that. Perception and self-delusion, really, two sides of the same coin. Yeah, so it, it was interesting. It was you know a lot of they they worked on um, reflection techniques and active listening, and it kind of reminded me of like like Meisner sort of stuff. <laughs> so it was, I mean, there was a lot of overlap from from the acting classes I've taken. What you were doing, mirroring exercises? Yeah, ah. not they didn't call it mirroring. It was reflection. It was, it was reflective listening, which is reflections. Yeah, so like somebody would mirror. say something, is, and you would say. It sounds like you're saying this, or you know, you would like repeat part of what they were saying in order to get to the the core of what they're you know what what they're trying to tell you. I am guilty of using the very corporate training technique of saying, "I'm gonna I want to reflect back what I'm hearing." 
Yeah, and that's that's exactly it. I learned that from a a manager that I really didn't like or really respect, but they did have a certain style and technique that was deliberate. And the longer I was in corporate America, the more I realized that sometimes deliberate's okay if you're dealing with people who are difficult to talk to. So I've kind of copied that from her. <laughs> For what it's worth. It, it seems to be a legit technique, so uh, yeah. or at least one that's been being pushed out. It's been around a while, so I'm yeah. sure she took a class on it many years ago. And again, it goes uh, this it definitely definitely shades of Meisner in all this. Right. Well, I think a lot of... I, I've always had a sus- suspicion that a lot of corporate training has roots in acting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Failed actors like me doing it. <laughs> Fail, well, happily, uh, you know, happy with the level they're at. Actors like you taking the courses. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying not to be insulting, but it kind of keeps comes across insulting no matter what I say. No, just 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 go for just straight up go for straight insulting. <laughs> washouts like us. No, you're not a washout. <laughs> you're still doing shit. Yeah, once in a while. No, I I told you with the advice I got from like a. Another failed actor who was a Geneseo grad. A lot of failed actors are Geneseo grads. Interesting. Um, But he said, listen, the best piece of advice I can give you is if you love theater, have a regular life, Mm -hmm. get a good job, and just do fucking community theater. Yeah. If you have to act, you can't do anything else, then be an actor. Mm -hmm. It was very good advice. And I ended up going the third way. And I said, fuck acting. (laughs) <laughs> and then I said, fuck improv. And then I said, fuck podcasting. <laughs> and now, I just got my kid. I'll just be making up stories for him all the time. So, fuck your wife. <laughs> you're, you're trying to decide if you want to edit that one out or not. <laughs> no, I'm trying to see if I want to build on that one or not. <laughs> well, you know what? We'll just leave it. We'll leave it right here. Right there. And we'll just let it kind of air out. Let it breathe. <laughs> How much of that gin have you had? Uh, not not as much as you. You've already finished your uh, share of yeah, it. Yeah, you know my tolerance is higher. Although uh, you've been doing a lot of drinking lately. Yeah. I'm oh, also... you talking about my my trip? Yeah. Well, do we want to do we want to get into that, or do we want to just uh, dive in to the retro? Oh, it's a re- we're already pretty far into the episode. Do you want to give some like five top five highlights of your trip? That one the, bar sounded really cool. I'll give the top one highlight. All right, but I know what it for is. Me. Uh, it was this bar that we went to called Civil Liberties on Bloor Street. And if you in, if you in like Toronto, yeah, in Toronto. And if you like um, having a nice, exceptional cocktail, and you're in Toronto, you must go to this place. Civil Liberties. Civil Liberties on Bloor Street, and the uh, the bartender does. There's no there's no menu. There's no list of drinks. The bartender is a freestyle mixologist. Which sounds pretentious. Yeah. Like and, super pretentious. But but deservedly so. But it's legit. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I had asked for... He, he just says, oh, what, what kind of stuff do you like? What kind of flavors do you like? What kind of spirits do you like? And I just said, you know what? Make me something with absinthe. And that kind of left the door wide open. And I mm-hmm. said, by the way, no wine. I have a wine allergy, so and, we can't drink that. And he tried to kill you. And he immediately <laughs> puts together a drink that was uh, uh, absinthe, uh, St. Germain, and white wine. <laughs> I said, this has wine? I, just, I told you. And he's like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. I completely forgot. <laughs> um, threw that out, and I was glad because, well, aside from not killing me, uh, absinthe and and Saint Germain, not or no chartreuse, green chartreuse. Ah, 
We've uh, done that before. Yeah, we? we've done yeah. that before. I was like, yeah, okay. It's, Old hat. Like this is not my first absinthe rodeo, friend. Yeah. <laughs> but he comes back with a... I, the, the most... I, I don't know where he's getting these ingredients. It was uh, absinthe, um, honeycombed aquavit. Sure. Aquavit. Sure. I... I don't know. I Someone guess made aqua vee and stuck honeycomb in it and infused it for three days. I guess. Um, salted watermelon juice. That's crazy. <laughs> um, I forget what the... I mean, the the other ingredients weren't weren't as crazy as that. Mm. There was something else in there, a little, some lime. And there was uh, A splash of soda. Uh, and it was delicious. It was, it was wonderful. It was like... If you've ever had those uh, those European... Or Swedish, or where the, the hell they're from, the, the salty licorice candies. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, which is like, if you have one, you're like, I'm, I'm good on this for the whole week. Maybe <laughs> maybe the whole year, I don't know. Is it licorice? Uh, they're powerful. Yeah, it's a licorice, but it's salty. And they this is like candy to these people. <laughs> I mean, they, but, but it's like... Uh, but it's it's really overpowering. Right. It's like somebody made a soda out of that flavor. <laughs> and it was, it was really delicious. Nice. And you got pretty hand-boned. I, I, By the end of the night, it was it was not a weak drink. <laughs> <laughs> but you had other drinks, right? Yeah, it was it was my second drink. I didn't get hammered. I had I had a cold, so I was taking it pretty. Easy. Oh yeah, you yeah you sound a lot better. Anyway, uh, yeah, go to this place if you're if you have the opportunity. Highly recommend it. Yeah, Civil Liberties on Bloor Street on Bloor in Street, Toronto, in Toronto, Canada. There you go. The mm. province of Ontario. Yes, <laughs> north of the border. <laughs> not the border we're building a wall on. Oh my god! Was it nice to get away from you know Trump country? It was. It was nice to go to a place where they have a cool president for a while. <laughs> yeah, like a really cool president. Yeah, <laughs> like a man. I wish we had that guy as our president. I know. Uh, he's he's a he's dreamboat. Dreamy, yeah. He's a dreamboat. <laughs> he's a dreamboat and a, and a politician's politician. He like plays hockey and stuff. I mean, can, well, he's Canadian. I know, but I mean, can you can you imagine Trump playing a sport other than? Golf, where I can carry things. For I you. can imagine that, but only because I like <laughs> to imagine him injuring himself. <laughs> for what that's worth, are you listening, Secret Service? Mm-hmm. Anyway, there ends the whatever stories I'm doing about Toronto. All right, but it was a good time. Yeah, good, good. time. Good as usual, and they let you back in. Yeah, it's good with some wonderful gin, some booze. All right, retrospective. What yeah. are we? What are we retrospecting here? <laughs> So we have been doing this podcast for five and a half years. Five, that's a long time. It is a long time. It doesn't feel like it's been that long. I, I, I didn't even realize you lived here in this house for five years. Yeah. We but I guess you have. in February of 2014. Yeah. No. Uh... Nope. Sorry. February 2013. Okay. Simon was born January 2014. Okay. So we have been in here for a little over five and a half years. Okay. So, but yeah, it was uh, our first episode. We were dabbling early on. Not in podcasts, though. Yeah, we were dabbling in podcasts. We were. I mean, we weren't doing... I don't even remember that far back. <laughs> we, uh... I remember practicing when you lived in the um, in the apartment, and there was that, that little, um, like, recreational room that you well, had that's Yeah, that's out. where Buddies in Space that's was born. The, yeah, the Buddies and in Space. And we spent all that time with all those characters... And threw it away! And said, this is not <laughs> fun at all. Fuck this. And then came up with really the same thing we're still doing. Yes. Just without the audience. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So the same thing we were doing. Good call. Uh, yeah, it was right. It was Except now we don't have to like put together 
flyers and like schedule book. a yeah book a give book. away air conditioners for yeah, a discount. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just you know it's just so much easier. The listenership is probably larger than our audience ever was, uh, except for Two Up, which was a great like kind of cross you know like a Two Up was a good show. Yeah, a damn fine show. Um, that was a show that we did. We just invited a bunch of um, of improv duo mm-hmm. groups for one night. We had split off at ship from Shipping Dog. We were firmly buddies in space at that yes. point. Yes. Um, Mark and Beth were there. Mm-hmm. I, I forget who all the other groups were. Elliot there was, there Fox was a and lot. his friend. There was the D&D-based one. And yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of them. Yeah. It was a good five or six duos. Yeah, it was an interesting mix. It was very different. Yeah, maybe someday we'll do that again. I don't know. Maybe. I'm not, I'm, don't hold your breath. Uh, Rochester. <laughs> yeah. I need a lot of, like, boning up. Yeah. You know, like, I just feel like my improv, mu- like, they're there. My improv skills are there. It's just the whole, like, urge to do it is gone. No, I know. I know what you mean. And, like, you know, you ever get that, um, if you, if you mention that, you know, you, I, oh, I, I did, I did improv for a while or I did comedy for a while. And then there's somebody's like, oh, we'll do something funny. Like, yeah. That's 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 how you. That's at least my first reaction. Oh yeah. When somebody says that, like, ah, no, because <laughs> yeah. that's this work. Right. I gotta like get in that zone, and I gotta you know. Well, also that's not what improv is about. Like, I used to just flick people off when they said that, <laughs> and I would get a laugh because it was automatic. <laughs> but then I would say, well, actually, it's not stand up. So I'm not. Yeah. And because I don't, I normally get, oh, well, say something funny. Yeah. So usually I don't say do something funny. Oh, we'll say something funny, and it's like, well, no, <laughs> go go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny to me, asshole. <laughs> you just turn into a cursing out comic. Um, I, obviously my my current job that's not going to fly, but <laughs> yeah, and I know I've said before the reason I one of the reasons I stepped out, I got out of shipping or not shipping. I got oh yeah, no shipping dock. It's on leash. Yeah. <laughs> Going way, way back, back. To, uh, <laughs> where that all started. Yeah, um, is when um, uh, Abby, who was uh, still in Unleashed, um, came up with uh, this idea of doing improv with puppets. And my internal reaction was, "Oh my god, that sounds like so much work." <laughs> and that's what I knew was like, "No, people want to do this. I should just you know get the fuck out of the way." Yeah. Does she um, direct? That I've been show? doing this too. Yeah, I was direct. Well, yeah, you yeah, were, yeah. You were burned out. I was getting really burned out. Um, and I and it was like, this is going to be best for everybody if I just you know get step the fuck away from this. Where I was back at that point, wasn't I? Or was that before I got? You've back? been back, and I think you dropped out. I come and gone, already. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. The trooper just it wasn't where it was when before I left for New York, mm-hmm. and you know that happens like. Every troop I've ever seen has a lifespan and then kind of changes or usually dies and disbands yeah. and then comes back in a different <laughs> We had some really good times while you were gone, and that's a, that's that was a I shame. I know. Too. I feel like you guys really kind of reached the, the zenith while I was in New York, yeah, suffering did, through shitty improv. We had shows in, uh, in uh, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And you met Armando Diaz before me. Yeah. What the fuck's up with that? Did uh, the did, did festival in, um, in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Did one in Toronto. <laughs> Yeah, I did not do anything in New York that I'm so enamored with that I would even brag about. There's a lot of shitty improv in New York City, man. So then we settled on on this. Um, and then it's 
it's it's it's gonna be sad to let it go, but I mean we're still gonna hang out. We're just not gonna record it. Basically, <laughs> this podcast has just been us drinking without our wives around. Yeah, <laughs> and a computer. I think we can still figure out a way to yeah, do that. Yeah, there we have the the <laughs> technology to not use the technology and still do this. I think it's called texting and drinking. Yes, yes. got it. We figured it out, Mike. Yeah, I'll be sad to see it go, but I, I will say that I and I always say this, I we really struggled to find our groove with the podcast for a long time until the enlightened or erudite pee drinking caveman episode. I don't even remember that. I remember that. Well, I know all the episodes a lot better because I edited and named them. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm obviously a lot more familiar than you are. You never listened to them. I listened to a couple, but okay. most for the most part so, so I've listened to all our episodes at least once, sometimes twice, during editing and afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the episode where, and I can't remember exactly how, but like some of the improv technique of tying things together finally worked. Mm-hmm. And I think we were trying too hard to do improv. Yeah. And that was the first episode. That sounds like us. Yep. <laughs> trying too hard. Nah. That sounds like a scene. Let's oh, make that. Uh, oh, I've been trying so hard. No, A to, a to Z. A to C. <laughs> Fuck. I don't even know what I'm doing. I've been harding to try. <laughs> I need a giraffe. I've tried Tanya Harding. <laughs> I, I've tried... Crack <laughs> is whack. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. I really lost and scene. scene. Yeah. <sighs> no. Um, no. But that's when we, I think that's the perceptible shift where after that, and it wasn't always, but after that episode, we started to find the groove of we're doing a podcast. It's a different thing, you know? And so we would try to come up with a theme or a talking point or collect talking points or have a strong viewpoint, mm-hmm. you know? And then we found the second life and the the guests. Yeah, which yeah. Which we got, I think we really hit our stride this year with that when we did yeah. a shit ton of them. Yeah, I think, I think if we ever uh, pick this up again, I think it would just be a, a, a guest format. Yes. But before we do that, we have to watch that Kevin Smith horror movie, Tusk. Oh, God. Why? Because the premise is that Justin Long is like a successful podcaster who interviews people. Uh, <laughs> and the sea captain invites him to his mansion and wherever to tell him his story and then uh, turns him into a walrus. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like such an awful movie. Yeah, but... And I mean, I've read about... I know what happens in it. But it's got the greatest single line in a movie ever. Justin Long on the phone blubbering going, I don't want to be a walrus. <laughs> <laughs> I almost want to see it just for that scene. Um, yeah. So we've definitely had a couple of epochs, uh, you know, different evolutions. So yeah, I think if we ever pick this up again, I think, uh, some kind of more formal interview thing would, would be good. But have you, have you learned anything about yourself or have you grown at all as a performer in any way from doing this podcast? I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's just, I'm being honest here. I know I... Years later, um, looking back, that was probably it's a good problem. time. I mean, it, I, I I feel like in some way this this kind of helps me keep up my chops and mm-hmm. lets me be focused on um, I don't know being something, <laughs> doing things. That, that, wow, this is getting vaguer. By yeah, the I know. <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> No, I know what you mean. There's a there's a performer's muscle that we're working on this to yeah. some degree. Well, I'm I'm for sure working the muscle right now. <laughs> I well, <laughs> c- could you put your pants back on? No, nah, you know what? It's hot in here. Don't bother. It's fine. It is really warm in here. Yeah, the AC's not on. It's nice and cool upstairs. I'm circulating the air, but it's not really getting down in the basement. You know. Um, 
Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, but this is like, and I, I have some, I have a, some other outlets, so I'm, I'm gonna right. Actors kind of workshop. This is why I'm saying you're not washed up. You're actually you still have <laughs> actors. Well, you're those are your words. Yeah, um, like I am straight Fair. up. I am out of the game. Like I you are out of the teach. game. And I tried to get you back. I I was like, hey, do you want to maybe try to do a show or put something together on a, for a scripted show or maybe well, you did maybe that like when Simon was younger. Sort of, yeah. Well, yeah, but I was kind of waiting on you at some point to come up with a good stage reading, but then like we missed the season or something. Yeah, I thought I thought we might like go try to go in together on getting um in one of the uh, the staged reading. Yeah. Um, at Hourglass plays, they do some good work, and I, I'm sure I'll be working with them again at some point. Mm. Uh, but no, this just never really kind of materialized. I, I think and that... I, I, I got the feeling you weren't, like, super into it. I wasn't. I, it would have to be something I'd really be passionate about. I mm-hmm. think if we have another kid, it's going to put this off. But, you know, when my kids are older, I would not I would like to see Simon and or an, any siblings he eventually may have. I'd like to, them to see me perform at some yeah. point. So, I, Community theater is always going to be there. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not... Well, I mean, hopefully. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Zombie apocalypse. Uh, brains. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's something I might come back to. I. It's funny. One thing I have noticed with the podcast is that I, like, I can tell that I have matured. Like, if I ever went back to, like, I don't know why, I wouldn't ever do this, but if I ever threw myself back into acting, mm-hmm. like, I know I'm a better actor now. I know I'm a better auditioner. Like, there's so much I know about myself that I think the podcast helped with. Really? Because there's a lot of deliberate work. Like, I know it doesn't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Because we've gotten so used to it. Well, you probably get more of that because you're as you're editing them, you can True. you can criticize and critique yeah. yourself. I've definitely learned a lot that you haven't. <laughs> there, there is that. Yeah, I'll let that go. <laughs> can't can't really argue with that. Um, but yeah, I'm. This is my baby, so. <laughs> You just getting me back, <laughs> making me edit that out, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, somehow, five and a half years, you have not fucking learn to not smack your lips. How is that possible? Oh, wait. You know what I should do? I know. I just don't realize I'm doing I'm it. I'm going to cut from this. I'm going to cut together a reel of just your goddamn lip smacks, and I'm going to play it to you when you least expect it. No, I'm going to play it near my wife. So that Erica goes into a psychotic rage, and I'll put it behind you so she has to lunge at you to get to the recording. <laughs> or if you don't die right now. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess you're not recovered enough to laugh too much. That was funny. Okay. But I yeah. I have a cold, but that was funny. <laughs> Uh, well, you were drinking strong booze at the time. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I have I have learned a, enough about myself, and I'm just older now, but there are definitely things I know about myself as an actor that like, I would try less hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was always my mistake, I think. So. so that's interesting, knowing that about myself, but not caring enough to bother acting. <laughs> <laughs> but I still get, you know, I get to teach every once in a while, and I'm officiating a wedding this weekend, so... Uh, so you're a Officiating. Yeah, I'm What does that mean? You're because I'm the, you're not I'm the dude dressed all in black that kind of looks like a priest. But you're not. I mean, obviously, you're not a licensed priest. You can't technically marry them, right? Yeah, I'm ordained. You are now. Yeah, I've been ordained for like half a year. Oh, well. Yeah, I have my. Uh... <laughs> I is this what is? I think I, I I can't remember what this is called, but I think I've heard of it. Yeah, motherfucker. Certificate of Ministry. Bitch, I can marry people. 
that the bearer hereof has been ordained on this day, the 27th of December, in the year 19, or 2017, and is officially recognized as a member of the Universal Life Church and has all rights and privileges to perform all duties of the ministry. So what was involved in this? And it's, I, it's signed I, by a chaplain. It has a seal on it. I paid them like 15 bucks. And that's it. And I promised to, you know, do no harm. <laughs> no, they have a, I mean, they're a church, kind of. And they have a really beautiful, simple premise. It's the, whether you're gay, straight, trans, some way queer, uh, fucking Wiccan, pagan, you should be allowed to marry and be recognized as being an illegally binding marriage and so they enable that yeah this this group has been around for a long time oh yeah they've been doing this um running this and this is i this has always struck me obviously there's more than a little subversive (laughs) yeah it's kind of (laughs) which i like yeah saying (laughs) um religion is kind of bullshit and anybody can be a priest because it's this is dumb right (laughs) <laughs> and just like every other church I've ever seen, they take some money and, you know, do some magic religion sky But But a, a real affordable cut rate. <laughs> Super affordable. I don't even get any mailings from them. It's just like, you're, you are a minister. Go forth and minister. <laughs> I mean, if I wanted to, I could, like, have my own church. I Could you bless this for me? I guess it'll be a little bit left. It's Mike. Don't insult me. Okay. You, you want to do the whole bottle then? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I don't, no, I don't my, want to waste your power. On I like don't want to use my powers for, for ills, Mike. <laughs> Jesus has the whole water and the wine thing locked down. I don't want to be the guy who turns liquor back in the water. <laughs> what kind of shitty thing is that to be known for? Oh, no, don't invite Mike to your wedding. Oh, God, if he does a toast, so much booze will be gone. And I don't mean he drinks it. I mean, it literally turns into water. Yeah, it's a magic power. No, it's not a cool. It's a stupid power. He paid 15 bucks for it. <laughs> yeah, Stephen Colbert got ordained through them. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, for a while it's been a joke. Like, at one point in Geneseo, someone ordained a whole bunch of people using the mailing list. So like Without their people, consent? Yeah. <laughs> Where they tried to and it got shot down. It was, it was a thing when I was, like, a freshman. Um, but, yeah, you know, my brother said, hey, you know, you have an acting background. It would be cool if you, you know, married my, my fiancé and I. And I was like, I would love to, so... Uh-huh. And our, you know, our minister, uh, for better or worse, someone we don't talk to anymore, but our officiant was also ordained through the Universal Life Church. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, uh, some people make a, like a living off of it and they're probably, hopefully very good at it. You know, One they, hope. they give a good, a good sermon, <laughs> good ceremony. It's, it seems almost wrong to, to use this as yes. a money making thing. I agree. Almost wrong. But, but I also understand completely. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, because why should the other priests make all of the right have all this business? Yeah, right? you're way more flexible than they are. <laughs> I don't make anyone take like marriage classes before I let them get married. I may only use this once. Maybe you should. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I went and visited them. Hung out with them for a night. That was all. The, it was all the class they needed. So you're you're you've approved. You're yeah. tacitly approving a. Or, or just emphatically approving. I am emphatically approving their their marriage. All right. The point where I will give Excellent. her my blessing. Well, well, cheers. Salute. The funny thing is, I discovered that the only thing you actually need for a legally binding wedding is a marriage license, two witnesses, and you need to clearly state to the bride and groom in the in the 
company of the witnesses. Um, do you, groom, take this woman to be your, or anyone, you know, do you person take this other person to be your lawfully wedded, whatever, and then ask, <laughs> and then ask that, I really hope you use that exact wording at the, cer- at the ceremony. Do you, groom, take <laughs> bride to be your lawfully wedded person? <laughs> Uh, luckily this will air after the wedding, so Manny won't hear this and be like, what did I be done? Um, but yet, the, uh, that is the only part, the do you take so-and-so to be your lawfully wedded, you know, spouse. Mm-hmm. That's the only legally required part. So a wedding, you know, actual marriage can take about 20 seconds, if you wanted to. Okay. Yeah, which I thought was interesting. And it, and they actually gave me the script to work with. They found, like, a couple that they liked and put them together. Mm-hmm. And I was looking through it, and I was reading the book that came with, the, you know, how to officiate. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, the only legally binding part of this is the one piece they don't have in their script. Oh. I was like, uh, I kind of need to put this in because I can't legally marry you without it. And they're like, oh, shit, yeah, please do. I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> I, th- I thought that was funny. <laughs> But so that'll be my last great acting performance before the end of Buddies in Space. <laughs> but I've been I've been working at it. I, I'm running on the treadmill at work every day, so I look fit and trim as a as a minister. Sure. And uh, I've had the gotta scripts. look good for your God. You got to right <laughs> gods. You know gods, Cthulhu deities, deities, uh, great old ones, spirits in the wind, <laughs> spirits in the sky. Yeah, wheel in the sky. It keeps on turning, don't you know? <laughs> Uh, but I've been running and I've been I actually for the first time in a long time I've been trying to memorize the script and get off book mm-hmm. so I've been running on the treadmill with like the pages of the sermon I don't think anybody's going to fault you if you're on book for this honestly. I'm going to have I'm going to have a book but yeah. every wedding I've gone to with the exception of one which was really dirty <laughs> the person has been like and they've had a friend marry them it's been very halting and awkward and like mm-hmm. they lose their place and I'm like I don't it's my, bro- it's my baby brother yeah like I want to you know, not have my nose in the book the whole time. Understandable. So, yeah, I'm going to be close to off book. I I admire your commitment to the role here. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I only got to do it for another couple of days. But I'm considering having someone, you know, be my prompter so I can just in the middle of it be like, Line? <laughs> oh, Justina, do you take many? <laughs> Line? Well, you have some drawings waiting for you, I'm assuming. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we've got one episode left. Is this new, it? That's just, this is like blown through this little this little retrospective bit. I know it's like, you know, what? kind of part two of this whole thing. Yeah. <sighs> but hey, we've had a good run. We're gonna I'm, go out with a bang. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I I think I want to use this. You should. I was hoping you would. In yeah. that uh, super weird drink. drink. I don't know, man. I'm. Uh, well, I've got lots of. I've I've been putting together ideas. Nice. And I, you know, I know some things that has to have. Um, uh, would you, would you like to name it ahead of time? The drink? Yeah. No, it's your drink. Well, I know, but I'm kind of making it for you. Uh, I don't know what it tastes like. Doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna like weird fucking bubble things. It's gonna be crazy. This yeah. is gonna be a crazy. I, I refuse. I reserve the right to name it after actually trying. Okay, it. there we go. Okay. But, uh, yeah, and, you know, one other thing about the retrospective, I will say, is we did have a really good run where we were delving into... I actually brought you up not that long ago. What? what in a mean? class, talking about stuff, because now I don't want people from work tying everything together. Um, <laughs> I use some of your background and some of the struggles you have with your head trash, if that rings any bells. Okay. Kind of the bad shit you picked up from how you were raised. Yeah. Right? 
um, and your struggles and how you've overcome that, or but you're always kind of dealing with it. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. I brought that up because it was such an interesting thing. So I think over the years, you know, some of our best moments weren't always the funniest, you know, but there were times when we got really, which I think is always the, the strength of like, you know, it's why Howard Stern suddenly got so good, right? It's why Martin, I don't know if you're aware of that, but Howard Stern's considered to be a very good interviewer now, <laughs> <laughs> which is weird, but it's true. Um, Mark Marin's good at it. Like we've gotten deep into each other's like backgrounds and kind of what makes us tick. And I think that's been some of the most interesting stuff. To the seven or eight people listening. <laughs> yeah. But I guess David Letterman's gotten good too. Yeah. I mean, like, good in a you know, not cheesy way. Right, right. Well, I think you, you interview enough people and you kind of you understand what it takes to figure out how they tick, what makes them tick, that kind of thing. But yeah, so just I, I felt that that's worth mentioning the retrospective too. There have been times when I've been like, especially listening to it afterwards, I'm like, this almost gives me goosebumps. Like, this doesn't, this isn't funny. This is just really fucking good, honest discussion about shit that sometimes people don't want to talk about but i think is great learning opportunities for people you know what i mean wow so i think there's been some good stuff and we've had some epic rants man (laughs) epic rants we are buddies in space you are that's michael smith and you are and michael crossy melanie take it away i was gonna say one more time but one more time Buddies in Space is a Stolen Dress entertainment production. Visit StolenDress.com to check out other Stolen Dress podcasts, blogs, tweets, videos, and books. I can't sing for shit. I, I, my voice is dying over, over the years. <laughs> my mid-range is just gone. Like This is what I sound like a lot now. I don't know why. I do vocal warm-ups and everything. Yeah. Listen, you ready? This is getting old. Whoa. What is this? I don't know where this I, went. I don't know. Stop doing that, please. <laughs> you're not scaring me. You're just making me really uncomfortable with that. <laughs> is it turning you on? Not anymore. Okay. <laughs> I'm putting my pants back on. Eat my-